Welcome to Sell Your House. This is the show where we talk about everything related to the home selling process. My name is Cliff Holmes from Holmes Property Firm, where we help people with challenging real estate situations. In this episode, we're going to talk about interviewing real estate agents. This is a big factor in the overall picture of selling your house. It's important for you to know that not all real estate agents are created equal. Now, a lot of agents have different preferences in terms of the type of properties they like to work with. Some agents prefer rural listings or some agents specialize in single family homes. Other agents just deal with luxury properties. It's important to know which agent works for you because that agent will have a certain level of expertise and understanding as it comes to listing and selling those types of properties. There are also lots of differences in, in past trainings and sales experience. Well, they're important. These are other factors that you want to be made aware of with the training that the agent has in the past and, you know, the type of homes that they sold. Hire, make sure you hire someone that you can connect with. Personality and communication skills are really important. So if you communicate best over email, you want to make sure that some that the agent you're hiring is really good on email. Or if you like to do text messaging or phone, you want to make sure that the agent that you hire is really responsive in whatever method of communication that you choose. It's important that the agent is very personable and is able to build rapport because if they can build rapport with you, they'll be able to build rapport with potential buyers. So those things are definitely important. If you are the type of person that likes to ask a lot of questions and um, always want to know every little detail about everything and where we stand along every step of the way, make sure you communicate that with your agent because you, like I said, this is a good ma- a good match. So if you, for lack of a better term, if you be honest with yourself, if you're going to be annoying, you want to make sure you have an agent that has a temperament to deal with an annoying person. So if that's how you are, be upfront with the agent. Say, I'm going to want to send you emails every day. I'm going to send you texts every day. I'm going to want to know about this and that and all that kind of stuff. Be honest with your agent. So the agent, before you even enter in a relationship, the agent can know if you're the right kind of client for them because it has to be a good fit between agent and client. This person is ultimately going to be representing you. So years of experience is definitely important, but it's not a complete deal breaker. Don't be afraid of the newer agent. The benefit of having a newer agent is that he or she probably doesn't have an extensive client list and there's going to be a certain level of hunger and desire and and aggressiveness when it comes to working with you and getting your property sold because they're going to be all in because they want they're going to want to make the deal and you know get their repertoire up and make a name for themselves and really establish themselves in this business. So don't completely be afraid of a new agent um, because they can, they can be a great benefit. An experienced agent could be juggling multiple properties. An experienced agent could have a team of people. So yeah, you talk to the agent once, but then the rest of the time you're dealing with one or two people on their team where a new agent, it's just them and you're dealing with that person and they are the ones that are executing all the work that you need to have done on your behalf. It's important to make sure you hire someone who identifies as a realtor because a realtor has a certain code of ethics that they must follow. 
Um, when you work with a realtor, you'll make sure that you're ensuring that you are working with someone who stays up to date in all the latest market information. So if that's important. You want the person who identifies as a realtor. And people use realtors and real estate agents synonymously a lot of times, but when you're hiring the generic term real estate agent, you want to make sure you hire someone who specifically identifies as a realtor uh, because, again, that person has a strict code of ethics and standards that they have to follow based on their licensing. When you're hiring agent, I've... I've gotten access to a bunch of different questions and I'm just going to go through them here and just I'm just going to browse through some questions that you should consider asking your agent when you're interviewing them and when you're in the, uh, the courting process between you and the agent. Number one, you want to know how long has have you been working in real estate? Like I said, it's, there's nothing wrong with someone who's only been in a year versus someone who's been in 10 years, but you just want to know. You want to you want to get an idea of the experience that this person has because their experience will shine through one way or another when you're dealing with them. Um, there'll be times when their years of experience could benefit you and you should lean on them a lot more than others. So you, you want to you want to know the years of experience because an experienced agent has, you know, lots of industry knowledge and, and lots of practical advice that'll be really helpful for you. Another question you want to ask is which neighborhoods do you primarily work in? Just because someone is an, a, a real estate agent or a realtor, that doesn't mean they're familiar with your particular neighborhood. No matter what you, however you find them, whether you find them online, you get a referral from a friend, you, they may not be familiar with your particular neighborhood, and all neighborhoods are different, even in the same city. Um, they could be less than a mile away, but the neighborhoods within that city are different. So you want to know um, what neighborhoods this agent has worked in. Now, if they've never worked in your neighborhood before, that that shouldn't overall take them out of the running and you shouldn't definitely not work with that agent because they never worked in your neighborhood. But you want to get an idea of what neighborhoods and what things that they've, they've sold and what they've dealt with uh, be, because that experience is important and it's helpful. Uh, you know, you don't want to hire, you want if you live in a city, you don't want to hire an agent who's never sold in the city before. That could be uh, troublesome. That could be concerning. Uh, so you want to just think about that. What neighborhoods do you have you, you worked in? What neighborhoods have you closed homes in? Another question you want to ask is what marketing tools will you use to help me? Agents have a lot of different things at their, their um, disposal. You want to know what are they going to do to sell your house? Are they going to post on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and other social media? Are they going to put ads in the paper? Are they going to, of course, they're going to post it in the multiple listing service. Um, but you want to know. You want, you want, the thing is, you want the agent to be able to have a response to this. Not just say, oh, I'm going to list your house. You want to know how. How will this exactly be executed? These are questions that, that you should want to know. And um, the agent should be able to easily tell you what their strategy is for, um, for executing your sale. Ask, are they a part-time or full-time agent? 
Now, there's nothing wrong, preferably in a perfect world, you'd have a full-time agent who all he or she does is real estate and, and selling homes. There's nothing wrong with a part-time agent. The only thing is that you may have something come up in the middle of the day and he or she is working their other full-time or other part-time job. So, you know, you could be, it could be, you know, two o'clock on a Tuesday and you have a question or you want to, you want to talk to your agent about any number of things, but your agent is working, you know, his or her office job or construction job or whatever else they're doing. And they can't respond to you right away. They may not be responding to you until they get off work and it could be five or six o'clock in the afternoon. So those are things you just want to think about. Um, when you're hiring an agent, now your home deserves full-time attention from a full-time agent, but there's any number of scenarios where I could see someone hiring a part-time agent, someone you know, of course, and you got a referral or something like that, someone just getting started. But in a perfect world, you want to hire a full-time agent. Another good question to ask is, how many sellers are you currently representing? This will be key because the agent has a, you're not their only client. And it'll be naive of you to think that. But if an agent has 10 listings going on at once, how much attention are they, are they going to be able to give you in your one listing? You want to think about that, especially if you are high maintenance and you, or your listing needs a lot of attention. For whatever reason, your house is challenging, lives in a challenging area, a lot of complications to your home, things like that. It's unique or just any number of different factors. Um, the agent can't give the time that you and your home need. So, Something you definitely want to think about if um, the agent has, you know, 10 or you know many listings currently, that might not be the right one for you if you need a uh, high amount of attention. Now, uh, and this will lead into my next question you should ask, will I be working with you directly or with the team? Now, if you have an agent that has a team of people, 10 listings, yes, the agent has 10 listings going on, but I have a team of myself and two other people, and this is how we work, and you know, they, they lay out their, their plan and how they do things, well, that, that could be beneficial for you, and that could be something that you don't mind and you're okay with. Or if you know, agent has 10 listings and no team, then again, that's a red flag. But you want to know... If the agent has a team, because you have built this rapport and this relationship with this one agent, but then after your initial meeting and after you agree, you're hearing from their their second or third in command, and you almost never hear from the agent him or herself again until maybe closing day. So that's just something that you want to you think about. If you build this rapport with this one person, you want to know: Are you going to be the one person I'm I'm going to work with, or? Um, or is there going to be other people that I'm going to interact with from time to time? And you want to know, another question to ask is, how do your realtor fees work? Um, you know, typical uh, listing, typical listing agents work under split commission. So what happens is when the seller pays a listed agent, for example, um, let's say a 6% commission, um, the split will be uh, between the agent who, um, the listing agent and the buyer's agent. So you just want to know what's the split. You want to know what the fees are. You want to know that, that 
stuff up front. Um, and then if the agent says, oh, it's standard, no, tell me the percentage. You want to make sure you know what the percentage, like I said, um, it's typically 6%, and it could sometimes it's 50-50, sometimes it's 4%, 2%, um, but you just want to know what the split is uh, as a list between a listing agent and um, and the, the buyer's agent. You want to know what those realtor fees are. Another question to think about is, as you should ask is, can you explain the home selling process from start to finish? Especially if this is your first time. You want to you wanna have someone who can be able to hold your hand figuratively and, and literally throughout, through the process. So you want to you wanna make sure he or she can just explain to you, this is what happens on this day we're going to list. You know, this is, you know, this is what happens be it offers. This is what happens, um, you know, people come to view. We, uh, we, we accept an offer. You know, we go to closing, you know, that, that entire process. You want to make sure that the person can explain to you the timelines when everything happens from home inspections to, to um, offers to showings. All those things that are incorporated with selling a house. You want to make sure that he or she can explain that to you, especially if this is your your first time. Again, this will also give you an idea of the agent's communication style and his ability because they can clearly the fact that an agent can clearly communicate to you the process goes a long way in understanding his or her communication style and his or her ability to continue to um, build rapport. And the last thing that it is a lot of questions we can get into, but last one that we're going to talk about is what price will this will sell this house? So you want to make sure you talk price with your agent and he or she. Um, there could be a couple of things depending on when you talk to them and where you are when you talk to them. Hopefully he or she has done their, her research before, especially if they're coming to your house. They know what they're coming to your house for to meet with you. They've done their research ahead of time. You want to know what the house sells for because you could have a number in mind, a number that you definitely need based on maybe what you owe on the mortgage or what have you. And the agent should have come in doing his or her research based on what what people in the industry call comps or comparable houses. So let's say you may definitely want, I want $250,000 for this house. You bring when the agent, agent comes to your home, you have a meeting, it's going great. You ask them what would they list as and the agent says, you know, I think the house should probably be listed at 240. And um, here's why. Here's other comparable houses that have recently sold in your area. When thinking about selling a house, it's important for you to know, and we'll probably talk about this in future episodes, it's important for you to know that in a lot of ways, comps are king because everybody in the market is buying and selling based off of other comparable listings. So you may you may really love your house and you may think it's worth $250,000, but the market says it's only worth 240. So you want to if you want to sell your house quickly, you really need to be conscious of what's going on in the market and what the market is saying that your house is is going for. I I talked to a gentleman once 
and I, I was in this in this area, and I knew homes in this area. It was a fairly smaller home. I knew homes in this area, you know, the seventy-five to eighty thousand dollar range all day, all night. I, I knew that when I was talking to him, and um, and I wasn't talking to him to, to to buy his house in particular. I was just walking the neighborhood, and he said he wanted. Um, he said, you know, if I can get one hundred twenty-five thousand, you know, that's that's probably what I want for this house. And I just knew that there was no way without even going inside his home i knew that there's no way his house is worth that much so it's important to know that you may have one vision for your home but the market determines really what your home is worth so those are just some of the questions that you should think about when you are interviewing an agent now while the agent is talking and while you're having this meeting and you, you the two of you or the three of you or four, however many other people you have with you, your spouse, significant other, what have you. Um, a couple things for you to think about as you're going through this conversation with the agent. You want to ask yourself, am I comfortable talking with this person on a personal level? Because you're going to be having frequent communications with this person. If you're not comfortable with that initial time, you probably, prob, excuse me, it probably won't get better as time goes on. So you want to ask yourself, am I comfortable with this person on a personal level? As you're talking, as you're having conversation, going back and forth, you want to ask yourself, do I feel like this agent is intuitive to my needs? Is he or she understanding what I'm saying? Are they are they sympathetic to you, to what I need, to my timeline, to what I need to list as, you know, or are they just trying to just give me facts, not really care about about what they're thinking and just just go through it. You'll you'll find and this is with any any service, whether you're dealing with a, a mechanic or a real estate agent or a plumber or, you know, in anyone, a lawyer, accountant, sometimes a person has a lot of industry expertise and they just want to um, tell you everything they know and tell you exactly what you need to do without even considering your your thoughts and your feelings in the matter. Even though they may know, and you, you might run this to a doctor or, or other um, areas of your life, even though they clearly know more about this subject than you do, but they're not taking into account how you feel and, and your needs in, in the matter. They're just telling you what they know, what you should do, and that's it. And not taking your feedback into account. You want to make sure that the agent asks the right questions. Um, are they are they trying to learn more about you, more about the home, more about your timeline? Uh, they they want to know how much you enlist for because again, this person is going to represent you to other buyers. So make sure they're asking you good questions and really getting to understand you and what your goals are. Ask yourself it, while you're talking to them. Is this person supportive of my choices? So they supported my listing schedule. And, you know, you say I want to list certain day and does the agent say just flat out no? Or are they telling you that might not be the best thing and here's why? So you want to um, you want to be you want to have someone who, who is supportive of your choices, listing schedule pricing and all those kinds of things. And the last thing you want to ask yourself is, do I feel like. This person generally cares about me and my property. Real estate, selling real estate is a people business. And a good real estate agent has to come off as a people person. 
So you want to make sure that this person is showing a certain level of empathy and that they care about you and about your property, your family and what you're trying to accomplish in this whole thing. If you don't get the feeling that they care, you're going to be in this for multiple weeks, months in most cases. You're going to be, you know, joined with this person. And if they aren't able to convey that they care initially, then that level of caring is not going to going to be displayed when they have multiple other things that they're juggling at once. If they can't care when it's just you and them one on one or one on two or however many people you have when, you know, you're face to face with them. If they can't care in that moment, how are they going to care when it's four or five weeks from now and they just got off the phone with two other clients and you know they have another client they need to call later that day and they're talking to you how they're going to be able to juggle multiple clients how can they care in that scenario if they can't care when you just the two of you face to face so after all of this after all the questions you asked and after you know listening to the agent and hearing everything if you're happy with everything you've heard then you found the right agent now, keep in mind, hiring an agent is not an exact science. So if you hire, if you hire someone that, you know, you don't think you don't feel good about, you know, you can talk to the person and say, you know, this really isn't going well. I think we should both part ways. And of course, you know, the contracts you got to deal with and all that other kind of stuff. But that's OK if you have to say to the agent, I don't think this is working out. Um, because in the end, you want to get in the situation that's best for you. But like I said, you want to make sure you do your due diligence, ask the right questions. Uh, one other thing I want to get to, and I should have mentioned this before, um, before we, we close out. One, one thing I want to say is that when you're talking to an agent, one of the questions you definitely want to ask them is you want to ask for references. Do you have a list of references I can call? People who have, if you're in their case, you're selling people who have worked with this agent as their seller's agent. Um, you want, and of course, they're going to put their best foot forward, and they're going to give you their best three names. But it's it's not always um, what the agent the agent's view of the situation with that person may not be how it actually went. Perfect example is I had a contractor who did work on one of my houses and he used me as a reference. He didn't ask me ahead of time, but that's fine. But he used me as a reference and this contractor didn't do a stellar job. And so when this person called and said, you know, this contractor um, gave my name as a reference and the person asked me questions, I was very honest about how um, dissatisfied I was with the work that he did. So just because, and I'm saying this to say, just because someone gives you names as a reference, it doesn't mean that the references were extremely happy or won't have critical and important things to say about the job that that person did. So just think about that. Good question, an important question to ask, and I should have mentioned it before, is that you want to ask the references Three names minimally is good. If they give you more, that's great. And you call these people, you talk to them for a few minutes and get a real understanding of their experience working with that agent. But again, after the agent has checked all those boxes, answered all those questions, you still feel good about them, that person, you've hired them, then that's the right one. You found the right one. And understand that this person is not, uh, whoever you hire is not a miracle worker. 
they can't force people to to come to your home. Uh, you know, they they are limited, and and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a journey for all of you. And that there's no magic wand in selling houses. Um, sometimes homes sell in a matter of days. Sometimes homes will it, it takes months. And there there's no selling house is not a complete exact science and it's any number of different market factors and different things interest rates and and other other factors that go into selling a home so uh whoever you hire is not a miracle worker if you do your due diligence to hire a good professional i'm sure they're going to do their their best job um in order to help you get the result that you want but you want to make sure that you do what you need to do you do your due diligence ask the right questions Check references, all that, so you can hire the best person possible that can help you sell your house as fast as possible. Well, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you got something out of that. I hope it was definitely um, some benefit and some value to helping you sell your house quickly. If you live in the DMV area and you need to sell your house, um, you know, you may have a home that needs some repairs and or, you know, you got a situation that you're just, you're just having a hard time with, please go over to homespropertyfirm.com, fill out a form, tell us about yourself and your house, and we'll give you a call and, and see if it's a good fit, see if we can help you out in any way. Um, and if it's not, then maybe we can refer you, we will likely will refer you to someone who can help you when, where we can't. Um, so yeah, go to homespropertyfirm.com if you live in the DMV area. And for those of you that know, that don't know, I'm referring to Washington, DC, Maryland, and Virginia. If you live in that area, give us a, a go over to homespropertyfirm.com and, uh, let us know about your house and we'd be happy to talk to you about your property. You can also follow us on social media, go to Facebook and, uh, facebook.com slash homespropertyfirm or Twitter and Instagram at Homes Property. You can also search on YouTube for some videos that we're posting up there about everything related to home selling and real estate. You can search for Homes Property Firm on YouTube and see what we have going on there. want to thank you for listening. I really appreciate the time that you've given me today. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks. Thanks.